0: Hi, I'm Jackie, and this is Behind the Talent. The independent artist is a phenomenon known to many as the artist that does it all. Rolling Stone reported independent artists could generate more than $2 billion in 2020. One of the biggest draws to independent artists is that they do it all. They write all their own music. They record it, produce it, mix it, master. They take care of the business side. They do it all. And Carolina is one of them. I'm a a singer,
1: songwriter, performer, producer, multi-instrumentalist, and actress, which I know isn't. It's kind of correlated with the music industry, but I always kind of just throw it in there.
0: Wow, you really do it all. What genre would you put your music in? I lean more towards
1: kind of like an alternative pop kind of vibe, but I like to incorporate a lot of R&B, a little bit of reggae, Latin influence. But if I had to categorize it, it'd kind of be
0: like acoustic pop. Is there one song in particular for you that stands out that you think really defines you as an artist or possibly the artist that you want to become?
1: I have one called Love You Some You, which I believe kind of stands somewhat as an anthem for just understanding and embodying what it means to truly love yourself and know your worth, especially before being able to make yourself available to anyone else. Because if you don't have that firm foundation within yourself, it's difficult to kind of spread yourself out. I wish you me when I tell you- some revive is it leading us into a better time i can finally look you in the eyes and show you that i'm not the same one you left behind how you go tell me the truth and never lie you say you feelin empty and i can tell you why so that one is super important to me the message of it when i perform it i feel like it resonates with people really deeply so yeah that one that one's a
0: really fun record Such a great message over a very solid beat. I'm super impressed with that track. Earlier you said you write, record, produce, mix, master, all of your own stuff. How'd you learn how to do that?
1: I've been fortunate enough to have graduated from um, music school, so I was able to study the business side just as much as the artistic side because I wanted to make sure I was really well-versed in just every single avenue possible so I could be as
0: self-sufficient as I needed to be, uh, especially as a female in the industry. It's incredibly smart of you to go to school and get educated on the side of the music industry that you might not have previously known about. Where'd you go to school? So I went to Loyola University, New Orleans.
1: I got a Bachelor of Science in Popular and Commercial Music.
0: I'm sure having that education in the genre that you wanted to pursue was really beneficial in helping you become self-sufficient as an independent artist are you still independent today or have you started kind of building that team around you as you start to progress further into the industry?
1: For a while, I've, I've just been doing it on my own. From a young age, I kind of acted as like my own booking agent, my own digital marketer. But lately, I've actually started to formulate uh, a really solid foundation. We're doing a lot of groundwork right now. So right now I, I am working with somebody I would you know, say is, is my manager for sure. She's doing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that you don't think would be important until you get to a certain point. And then you're like, yeah, maybe I should have taken care of that.
0: For any independent artists or artists getting into the industry that might be listening, what sorts of things should they look out for and think about on the business side that you may not have thought about in the beginning? So, things like contracts, analytics, you know, looking
1: at where your numbers are on every platform, making sure that everything is consistent across the boards. You also have to be able to think about past, present, and future all in one, as opposed to just focusing on on one or the other, because you want to see what works, what didn't work before, what's working now, you know, things like that. So, so I am working with a manager and I do have a few people that I work with for content. So like graphic design and videography and photography, I have a few people I can depend on right now for, for those kinds of things. People that understand that this is an investment and you know, when one succeeds, we all go up as well.
0: Definitely. And I mean... As an artist, I commend you for understanding the importance of having a good team around you. Do you think it's helpful for your creative process and your music creation to have that team take care of all the nitty gritty so that you can just focus on your craft and getting better?
1: I think it will soon. I think because I've just started, it's definitely allowed a lot of exploration, a lot of trial and error. And ideally, that is the goal is like, okay, you guys take care of this. I'm literally just going to focus on my art.
0: Definitely. I can see the balance is important for a lot of independent artists who started out making those decisions and doing all of that work on their own. Do you think moving forward, you'll still be heavily involved in a lot of the decision making behind the scenes, or will you kind of take a back seat and really let the reins be taken by a team?
1: Right now, because of being an independent artist, I've appreciated the grind for so long that I don't see that ever coming out of me. You know, I, I still wanna have a certain amount of control over my work and uh, and over people's perception of me as much as I possibly can, but I I also do trust the people I work with. So I think it's gonna be a combination for right now, but eventually the goal is to just be able to focus on the creating aspect and not so much. Hey, did we get that contract out? Hey, did, you know, but, but I appreciate all of it.
0: Totally understand. And I think it's tough for a lot of independent musicians who start off on their own so they know all the decisions that need to be made. And as they go forth in their career, they still really want to be a part of all that. How important is it for you to have a team around you that not only is working for your business, but has a relationship with you that's more than just client to manager or client to team member?
1: I find that with building a team, it's Yeah, I've worked with people that it's just like a one-off. It's like, okay, cool. Like, thank you. Like, you want to do a shoot? Let's do it. But most times I meet people who are like interested in, in investment, like understanding you as a human first so that you're comfortable in front of the camera. But yeah, I think it's about understanding first and then making it happen on camera. And for some reason, that's, it seems to be like one of the hardest parts of this entire thing of like just the entire scope of things is, is, Being transparent, but at the same time exhibiting like, okay, that, that right there looks really great, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah, in terms of comfort, I think it's really important to have the people around you that you not only trust, but also have your best interests at heart and will always advocate on your behalf. They're really taking your vision and making it into a reality. So you want to have people that understand what your vision is in order to put it on the right path. And even too, you want people around you that that are going to tell you if something's working but also when it's not you need to have that level of comfort to be honest with someone about hey this is not really the direction we should be going in don't really think this fits with what you overall think about your brand because oftentimes artists and even their teams can get so focused on certain things that they lose sight of the overall vision of the project i think it's important to have the people in place that are comfortable enough to be honest with you and tell you, hey, this is not really the direction we should be going in if you're hoping for a different outcome. Switching gears a little bit, I'm curious to know how you define success in the music industry. Is it qualified by how good the music is or quantified by the number of streams or data points or things like that?
1: Definitely the quality of music. I'm always going to say that because... And it's really difficult for me because I try to put myself in the mentality of an average listener, but it's almost impossible for me to do that. Because as a creative, when I go to listen to other artists that are maybe on the same kind of frequency as I am, I'm, I'm automatically thinking business. But I do believe that the quality of music is going to speak more than numbers. Maybe not for like labels when they're scouting, but in, as a whole, in general. I think that numbers do a great job of hyping people up. Um, of making somebody sound or look more appealing than they actually might be. But numbers, especially in this industry, can all be bought, unfortunately. I think it's all subjective, maybe. But from a numbers versus like quality of an actual song, I'm I'm always going to go for, is the song good?
0: That's a great perspective to have, especially as someone who dedicates most of their life to creating music. To me, it can be a little subjective because someone could make the greatest song in the world it has a good chorus melody chord progression etc but without knowing what to do with that great song you lose out on the ability to reach so many people i don't know maybe that's just me playing devil's advocate in terms of determining success by quantification i asked this question because it's a conversation that i have with a lot of people especially those who don't know the music industry that well say i'm at a concert yes i'm there enjoying the music but a part of me is thinking about all the people running around backstage the managers somewhere in the crowd watching making sure his or her artist doesn't mess up the song you know there's so much going through my head about what's going on behind the scenes that when i ask my friends about it they're confused they just notice the good music they recognize that the artist played their favorite song and that was it
1: You know, I think that's a really good point because I do try to pick people's brains on this a lot because I know so much that goes in. It's hard to switch. It's hard to make that switch of like, because now I go to concerts, I can't even, I can barely enjoy, I mean, I enjoy it, but I know everything that's going on. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder about the sound guy and I wonder about, you know, when they're going to move. So I think there's that disconnect because I think it might go down to people's attention spans again because... I, l- I have this idea of passive and active consumers. Whereas passive, people can scroll past your stuff, listen to a little clip, scroll past it, watch a little thing, move on. And active is, wow, I'm going to click more into that. I'm going to go listen to the rest of her stuff. I think that hype is also another part of it. that I noticed that a lot of people are like, wow, that person looks like they really have it you know, going for them. And I'll like listen to their stuff and it doesn't match with what i would really think to be like like oh wow okay so they have like this many followers is that why you think that they're successful or is it because of their body of work so i don't know if you've seen that picture i've i've come across this picture online like what the, what they see and then what they don't see and what they see is like one little pretty thing but underneath is like the hard work the this that and i think that's why artists are now at least certain artists are starting to do a pretty good job of showing the behind the scenes footage Hey, this is me in the recording studio. This is me, like, about to walk on stage during my concert. I think the more personalized things are, the more connected fans feel. But as for the fans' lack of business knowledge, it's just because it's not their job. It does, it's simple. It's not their job to really, not to care, but, like, it's not their job to understand, like you said earlier, the nitty-gritty of, like, How did that happen and why did it happen? It's more so, it's in front of them, they're consuming it, boom, all right, that's it. It makes you appreciate the ones that dig deeper. It's like, okay, you get it. You understand. You're watching, you're paying attention.
0: So that wraps up the last episode of the series. I wanna thank Carolina for being the final guest on the closing episode. It was really great to hear her perspective, being an independent artist, but also knowing the backside so well. I made this series with the intention of it being a limited one. I don't know if it's going to continue after this. I want to thank everyone who's made it to this point. listened through all the episodes. I hope you learned something about the music industry that you might not have known before. Heard some great music. Maybe found a new band to add to your playlists. Thank you again. And maybe you'll be hearing from me soon. I'm Jackie. And thank you for listening to this episode of Behind the Talent.